listening to Parallel Fiction, a podcast that celebrates storytellers across all mediums. Each episode, we weave together two stories within a common theme and analyze their meaning on everyday life. This week's theme is TV weddings. I'm Heather. And I'm Jeff. And you're listening to Parallel Fiction. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming back, guys. <laughs> we um, decided to do a special episode today, which is kind of in a series we're going to call Crossing the Streams <laughs> in honor of Ghostbusters. But um, we're both going to be covering the same medium this week, so it's not... I'm kind of excited. It's a little different. Yeah, so we're both going to be covering TV, which is something we haven't done since like episode five or six or right seven, early days. <laughs> it, and we, we only did one. TV yeah. episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like I did a Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, well, if you, if you don't count like limited series, because I did Defending Jacob. Oh, true. Justice episode. That's but this true. is like prime time, like episodic half an hour TV. Like sitcoms. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's exciting. And I'm interested to see how we could take two TV uh, series and find the fit, the parallel. Yeah. And we're doing two that we really like. So I'll be covering Scrubs, the uh, Turk and Carla wedding. <laughs> And uh, I can't get enough of Parks and Rec, I guess. (laughs) Parks and Recreation. So I am covering two episodes from Parks and Rec, but it's like it's a to be continued episode into the other. So, But no, it should be fun because this is our own personal wedding anniversary month. And uh, there's there's a bit to talk about with that, especially last year spending our first anniversary in quarantine. So. Yeah, this is our first, yeah. like, not locked down inside of our apartment anniversary. Yeah, we got our shots and stuff, so, like, I'm excited to yeah. step out of the bubble and uh, actually, actually celebrate yeah. and yeah, socialize yeah. and mm. just be around other people. Exactly. Socialize outside of the show. Exactly. Because <laughs> this is where we do a lot of our talking to, uh, I guess, the people. And we want to thank everybody, especially the um, listeners who've been with us for a while. Um, we appreciate you guys. We love to see, like, the count. You know, every day we'll see, you know, who's listening and where and stuff. And uh, we just want to take an extra second to thank you guys because it's been um, really helpful for us, especially with like quarantine and stuff, just to have that kind of outlet. So thank you. And if uh, you want to listen to our older episodes, you could find them anywhere you listen to podcasts. So that's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Simplecast, and sometimes on YouTube. <laughs> when I <laughs> has, has not been consistent, but that's because uh, Jeff has. Also, a full-time job on top of this kind of full-time job, so we're just going to have to be patient, or I'm going to have to learn and pick up some things. Yeah, I'm trying to learn how to do it quickly, and (laughs) it's, you know, but we're still, that's still a thing. I'm still trying to, like, make it happen. Still trying to make Fetch happen. (laughs) Always should. Yeah. Uh, So, if you want to look for us on social media, you could find us at Parallel Fiction on Instagram and Twitter. I almost (laughs) did the Twitter first again, and I was like, whoa, no, no. And then Parallel Fiction Podcast on Facebook, or you can send us an old-fashioned email, <laughs> parallelfictionpod at gmail.com. And yes, like Jeff was saying, thank you so much for sticking with us. It's a great confident booster. Yeah, and like now we're at episode 31, so it's... Oh my God, are we at 31? Yeah, I know. So at this point, it's like just our day, or like our... It's Week. in our... Yeah, Schedule. Yeah, it's not like, yeah. oh, well, you know, it, like when we're, you work out, they say like... It's a habit. You have to do it enough times before right. it's like just part of your day instead of force. Not that we ever force ourselves, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's. It's become a, <laughs> a routine. Yeah, exactly. So it's crazy, man. Now we're just rolling. Yeah. <laughs> we got it down, I, think. I know. And, and we're like still going with the themes, you know, yeah, like we've yeah. been, uh, we haven't really repeated anything yet. 
So yeah, eventually we will. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. To have like spooky stories volume it. too. Yeah, yeah so. crime part two, yeah. spooky stories. Oh, October <laughs> got fun things coming. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're also a new time listener, what we like to do is a little game: rocks, paper, scissors, and then the winner gets to decide who does their summary portion first. So winner takes all. Let's get into that, Heather. Ready. Yeah, I didn't get any cracks this time. You had a good one, though. Okay. Bad sign. Okay, ready? Ready. Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, easy. No. I've been undefeated this month. Yeah. Oh I got to step my game up. got to start practicing. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's a gymnastics version of rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Where you do like a tuck jump, you know, you bring like a yeah. cannonball jump, bring your knees to your belly, a straddle jump, you know, you jump feet yeah. far apart as like scissors. Like cannonball is obviously rock. And then a pike oh, jump. So fun. And a pike jump would be paper. And I was like, oh, my God. We should try to do that one time. <laughs> be hilarious. Like yeah. a video version. Oh, I'm totally down. Do some stretching first. Yeah. I don't know if the jumping split's going to be a good idea. You probably do a better jumping split than I would, I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's really good, so. I don't know. Not I like I have the mobility of like an old 80s action figure. Like my legs can go forward and backward. You say that, <laughs> but like also That's you're it. like a cat, so I don't know. Well, let's see. Very like <laughs> agile. Yeah. So, um. Be that or that being said, with the rocks, paper, scissors, I think I'm gonna go first this week. Cool. And then so you'll do the two parter after my summary of Scrubs. Perfect. Great. So let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back with the Turk and Carla wedding. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All right, and we're back, and uh, let's talk about Scrubs, which is like one of my favorite series, I think, of all time, even though. I don't know. It has that problem that a lot of sitcoms have where like the main character eventually gets really annoying. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot where you're like, oh, just shut up. It comes and goes because like the main character, JD, played by Zach Braff, it starts out good and then like it, it, it fluctuates, I think. And it depends on like my mood when I'm watching the show. Like sometimes it's more tolerable <laughs> yeah. than others. Like How I Met Your Mother had that problem for me where mm-hmm. like Ted was OK. And then like by the end of it, you're like. Ted, you're the freaking worst. Like that stuff. happens a lot. Yeah. I feel, and uh, I'm trying to think of some other shows like Gilmore Girls. Like I hated Rory by the end. Like, <laughs> like Gossip Girl. <laughs> Gossip Girl. No, Blair was always the best. I mean, Serena sucks. So yeah. if you want to like say Serena was the main character, like I thought she was. Yeah. I mean, Blair's always the main character. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is I, I say that to say this is like right in the prime of Scrubs. So this is season three, episode 22. It was the um, season finale. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Turk and Carlo were like the the wholesome love story of the show. Like going back to like How I Met Your Mother, how Marshall and Lily are like the wholesome, right. you know, every series has that. The I wholesome think. like couple that you're just yeah. always rooting for. Exactly. So um, this was directed by the showrunner. Uh, Bill Lawrence, who I guess came up with the show as well. So you could tell it gets like the extra special love and attention, mm, you know, because it's yeah. it's not a different writer. It's a big anymore, one. Yeah. It's a big episode. Exactly. And it stars Zach Braff, like I said, as JD, uh, Donald Faison as Turk, uh, Sarah Chalk as Elliot, Judy Reyes as Carla, John C. McGinley as Dr. Cox, and Sam Lloyd as Ted. And <laughs> those are like the big. <laughs> those are the big ones. <laughs> the big ones of the episode. There's plenty of other people in this show. Um, this is another great show that has like tons and tons of. Uh, guest stars mm-hmm. kind of like the office where you're like oh i didn't know that person was in this randomly for right two and they episodes. just show up and you're like yeah. what mm-hmm. and uh this is gonna make you feel old no no <laughs> the original air date was may the 4th 2004 
which is I have oddly no close words. to our anniversary date. So I'm like, oh shit. That and yeah, that was 17 years ago. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, right, 17. Did I do that math right? Yeah. <laughs> let's do, let's so let's it. let's keep moving <laughs> in case i did it wrong okay so um it's the morning of turk and carla's wedding and uh all the friends and family are like prepping for stuff and you know like carla's sisters are all doing their makeup and you know it's just craziness like everything's crazy there's it's chaotic nobody's chill yeah yeah so prior to this episode jd and elliot um they were dating in season one but broke up and now um uh, JD was like pining over Elliot after they broke up in the early seasons. And uh, recently in the show, he convinces her to break up with her boyfriend, Sean, and get back together with him. But once they're back together, he realizes that he doesn't like really love her like that. And so, you know, he made a mistake and Yikes. accidentally made her ruin her life. Her relationship yeah, that's like stuff. not good. That's not what you do to somebody yeah. you care about. Mm-hmm. So Elliot, who's still obviously angry with JD, and she's also trying to, um, you know, do this whole wedding thing she's the maid of honor and stuff uh she like accidentally waxes off one of carla's sister's eyebrows oh no <laughs> so that's like the first disaster of, of many disasters day. in tv weddings like at they least it just was like on. the sister and not carla yeah exactly <laughs> so um obviously jd wants to get away from all this stuff so him and turk go to the hospital that they work at and um they're doing like this wedding pack that they made where the guy getting married has to play uh, tennis ball golf, but like do it naked in the parking lot. So <laughs> Turks like they're naked and they're playing such this a game casual pact. <laughs> right. Did you have any like weird packs with your friends? I don't think so. Like related to getting married. I don't think so. I had one uh, one pact that I was going to get married to my one friend on the day before the 2012, like Jan- or December yeah, 31st. Yeah, yeah. And then like January 1st, 2012 would be our divorce party. Oh <laughs> so my like, God. If the world didn't end. So <laughs> that obviously didn't happen. So no, <laughs> or did it? Oh shit. <laughs> the wedding or the 2012? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I have a secret for you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Turk, I should mention, like, I mean, if you don't know that basis of scrubs they all work at a hospital either as doctors or nurses so yeah turk is a surgeon and he decides to work the day of his wedding in order to get more days off for the honeymoon which is <sighs> i was gonna say like, for that's like the most important day off yeah. that you need in your whole entire <laughs> life like so he's in surgery doing like an easy surgery and it turns out like the person that they're operating on has like more problems and they can't just stop when the one thing is fixed so now Unfortunately, he's stuck in surgery and like, what are you going to do? You can't just stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, can't just tag out. You can't just stop the, the surgery if you're yeah. the surgeon. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, Dr. Cox, who is JD's mentor and the head of the resident of the hospital, and he's like the scary doctor guy. If you've never seen the show, <laughs> he's like funny, but he's also very strict and like angry a lot. <laughs> but uh, him and Jordan, his girlfriend slash (laughs) ex-wife they were married and then they got divorced and now they're boyfriend and girlfriend i guess that sounds like five-year-old explained it basically that's what it is they're boyfriend girlfriend um they're dating again there you go they're back together (laughs) oh my god so um she's just as bad as him like just scary (laughs) so she might be even scarier yeah so they're getting ready to go to the wedding and she's like our son is away and we have the house all to ourselves do you want to take a nap (laughs) which 
we don't have kids, but I feel like it's going to be hard to just take naps. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't want to go to the ceremony at all. She just wants to sleep through it and then show up at the reception and like pretend like they were at the ceremony. Which you could definitely get away oh, with. Oh, yeah. Like, I had people come up and they were like, oh, we didn't go to the ceremony. Yeah. Like, you're you know, like, oh, OK. I'm like, oh, I literally would have never known. <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. didn't even have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, Dr. Cox obviously wants to go to the ceremony because he's afraid of Carla. <laughs> like not being there. Right. And, like right. catching her wrath because she's the bride. Um, meanwhile, um, while most people are getting to the wedding, JD's ex-girlfriend, Danny, who's played by Tara Reed, which is a cameo. Yeah, that's one of those like crazy cameos of the show. Um, so she crashes the wedding and, um, she's just like making out with everybody. She was JD's original plus one because they were dating when he got invited. So she's like, I'm still coming. (laughs) I'm still coming. (laughs) Which is like a very like debatable thing. Like, what do you do if you break up with somebody and you're somebody's plus one? Like, yeah. You would do the right thing and not go. Yeah, like, why would you go? Right? That's awkward. Yeah. But she, uh, she's like, oh, let's split the present. And so JD's like, you could stay. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So meanwhile, Danny's, like, making out with, like, a lot of people at the wedding <laughs> and, like, starting fights, which happens in real life. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> so that's problem number two. Like, I, I don't know. I love TV weddings because they just, like, have so many... I don't know. Just shenanigans. What, what worse can happen? <laughs> <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. So like I said, Turk is uh, forced to stay late. So with Turk stuck in surgery longer than originally planned, JD has extra time to leave the wedding and find Sean, the guy that he made Elliot break up with. And he's trying to convince him to get back together with Elliot at the wedding. So he's kind of trying to right the wrong, you know? Yeah. Even though, you know. The, Damage is done, The deed sir. has been done, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's trying i guess um so turk's finally allowed to leave the operating room and uh he's trying to go to the wedding but earlier in the episode he already confused the two locations that he was getting married. like the churches yeah right? so naturally he goes to the wrong church of course <laughs> and again another great cameo of george takai who plays sulu in star trek so it's a nice cameo of like are you sulu and he's like no <laughs> i love it i love a good cameo <laughs> the, the chur- he's uh the priest at the wrong church so um during all this, like I said, JD's trying to get Elliot to forgive him and trying all these different angles and trying to make the situation better. But for obvious reasons, Elliot's like pissed. And, you know, even more so, it's like more personal because she threw away this relationship with a guy that she liked under the pretense that JD was in love with her. So the heartbreak aspect behind the scenes of a wedding episode is <laughs> always there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So at the church, unfortunately, the wedding gets canceled because um you know turk is just taking too long to get there and the priest had other events lined up like other weddings and stuff so uh, so they don't get married at the church <laughs> after no. all of this so um now we're at the reception and everything is just tense like elliot's mad at jd carla is upset that she didn't get married <laughs> and, <laughs> she's just at a reception like not mm-hmm. married and to make matter worse now dr cox and jordan show up and dr cox is pretending like they had such a great uh, ceremony because like that was their plan was to pretend like they were there and it just pisses off carla even worse because like he didn't know that the wedding didn't happen and right, all that other stuff. right so she thinks he's just saying that to be mean to her yeah, it's just to be like an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so Turk eventually convinces the wedding band, who's Ted from like the the, the lawyer from the hospital mm-hmm. and like his buddies to play the like the bandstand because, OK, so I should backtrack <laughs> the band um, isn't there anymore. 
to like oh, okay. the original wedding dance. So the reception is just silent. Like there's nothing going on. It's just like a no music reception. Awkward. So, like I said, Ted and the other guys um, are going to start playing these instruments now that we're left behind. So that's good. Now there's music and they're playing the Beatles and everybody's up and dancing and it's everything seems fine and stuff. Uh, Sean and Elliot meet up at the wedding. And uh, while they don't get back together, it, you know, it's a little bit of closure. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Cox apologizes to Carla and gives her and Turk advice about how and when you get married doesn't matter. It's, you know, who you get married to pretty much. <laughs> and Carla forgives Turk for arriving late. <laughs> it's during this also that um, there's a Dr. Kelso, who's like the chief of medicine at the hospital and like also like a mean seeming character. But he is like a heart of gold. Like there's good episodes with him. But uh, he gets drunk at the wedding and thinks that Turk's last name is Turkleton. (laughs) So he he calls him and Carla the Turkletons. He (laughs) thinks his name is Turk Turkleton, where in real and like the real life of the show, Turk's name is Chris Turk. Yes. Yes. That was just great. I always thought that was funny. Turk Turkleton. Yeah. So now that everything's good, the wedding's over, Turk decides to go back to the hospital with Carla and check on the patient that he was working on earlier in the day to make sure that he is good, you know, before they go on their honeymoon. And it turns out he's a priest. So he marries the two of them right there in the hospital room and all is well in the world. Aww. Well, they get married after all and go on their honeymoon. And that's that. And that's that. <laughs> that's the wedding. Yeah, so that was, I don't know, like it, it was one of my favorite wedding episodes of anything just because like i said like they just go through everything that could go wrong and you know what else could be so bad <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot of wedding episodes they of tv you. shows are always like yeah here's everything that's gonna go wrong because there's always gonna be something yeah. that goes wrong yeah. <clears throat> the buses <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll get to that <laughs> so, so why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back with parks and rest yeah let's do it i'm so excited cool Okay, we're back with some Parks and Rec coverage now. So I am covering Leslie and Ben's wedding. Nice. This is season five. I'm covering episodes 13 and 14. So they're titled Emergency Response, and then the second episode is titled Leslie and Ben. It's seriously like two of the best episodes of the show. (laughs) Emergency Response was the first Parks and Rec I saw, actually. And that's maybe why I love it so much, because it was like the, I mean... I saw that first. Yeah, like, yeah. I was hooked. That and the hunting trip might be. Yeah. Yeah. Emergency and, uh, response is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> one of the yeah. best. I want to be controversial. Yeah. Maybe one of the best TV episodes out there. Ever? Like Ever. across anything? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Parks and Rec is my ultimate favorite it's show. It's your comfort show. Yeah. It's my comfort show. Yeah. Mine too. I totally get yeah. that. As a scrubs. Like, yeah, I feel I like you got me into scrubs <laughs> and it's like oddly comforting. Yeah. So this is not technically a two-part episode, but there is a to-be-continued at the emergency response, and they kind of flow into each other. Yeah, it makes sense. So for those of you that might not watch the show Parks and Recreation, I've covered it before, but I'll give a quick little brief. It takes place in a parks department. Uh, Leslie is a deputy park director, and she's also, in this episode, a councilwoman. Uh, Then she has her boss, Ron, and she has like her other friends and whatnot (laughs) the rest of the crew (laughs) yeah so amy puller is uh leslie nope we have rashida jones aziz ansari nick offerman aubrey plaza chris pratt adam scott rob lowe jim o'hare retta and that's 
the main crew there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest are just kind of uh, the little extras in there. Yeah. Yeah, you got Councilman Jam. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but that actor's so funny. He's really funny. <laughs> So we have Leslie, and she's been trying to build this park since literally episode one. Yeah. Uh, there's a plot of land next to her friend and Perkins' house. This is actually how they become friends. And she has been trying to gun and make this a park for literally five years now. Or, uh, yes, season five. So it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah. Uh, so they're in a meeting at the beginning of the episode with the planning commission, and it's Leslie with this park that she wants to build and then there is councilman jam jeremy jam and he is also trying to buy the plot of land and build a chain burger restaurant there called punch burger <laughs> so right now the committee is leaning towards jam because he has the money and financial backing whereas leslie's project is underfunded by fifty thousand dollars and the commission says that if she can get the money in a week then the plot of land is hers leslie is in the process of planning a wedding with her fiance ben the two of them are at Macy's with their friend slash co-worker, Tom, and they're registering for their wedding. And Tom has like a whole great line. He's like, love is forever, but things are. <laughs> <laughs> I will say like when we registered for the wedding, that was like one of the most fun. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. That was like something I was looking forward to in yeah. wedding planning. And it was a good time. Thanks, yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Leslie's like really not focused on it. Like Leslie was not having a good time. Not like yeah. us. <laughs> and she's much rather focused on the park and she much rather register for where things for the park is kind of what she says. Yeah. And Ben has a brilliant idea to create a black tie gala to help raise money for the park. We flash forward one week later. It is now the day of the gala. Leslie is handing out tasks to her team for the last minute party planning as their city planner slash their friend, Chris Traeger. This is Rob Lowe's character rushes over and he says that there's an emergency and there's like a little side story where Jerry and Jerry's just like the the office like putts yeah <laughs> yeah what does Ron say that one time he's both the the schlamazel and the schlemiel and the schmiel yeah. <laughs> yeah and he goes oh god Gail my girls like his like <laughs> wife and his daughters and he just takes off like running down the street yeah and it turns out it's just a drill <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if towns really do that <laughs> I was wondering that I was gonna say maybe you might know but I no, guess I, I don't you know, know. I, Maybe they do. <laughs> I don't know. We got to find out. Let us know if your town does an emergency preparedness drill. <laughs> I feel like we should. Right. Yeah. So anyway, it's just a drill that the Department of Emergency Preparedness is testing the town on to see how well they'd be prepared for some sort of disaster. Pandemic. Pandemics. <laughs> Pawnee has failed 12 years in a row. So it's not a great track record. But now Leslie is the emergency preparedness czar. So it could be the first year they really change things around. <laughs> so she has this huge part in the drill and she has to leave the last minute party planning to her friends with the hope that everything will work out. So Leslie's very type A and yeah. like very controlling. <laughs> so she's like, no, like I can't leave this to other people. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to do it the way I want it. <laughs> so basically that kind of character, she's panicking. Yeah. Full on panic. <laughs> uh, the Department of Emergency Preparedness has sent this guy Leonard to supervise the town's response by creating a simulation disaster event that includes volunteer victims and emergency responders. And Leslie basically gets locked into this room until the drill's over. <laughs> they randomly select a disaster and it turns out they get the avian flu. Oh boy. <laughs> Kill all birds. Yeah. <laughs> Which Leslie knows is going to be a super quick and easy task. And she 
is well prepared. She has binders for everybody that she calls the mission imponiable nope <laughs> protocol. She just knows they're gonna breeze right through this drill. She's like, oh good, this is a quick one. We'll be we'll be in and out and I can get back to planning this gala. Meanwhile, Leslie's friends and coworkers are struggling to prepare everything for the event. Tom can't find a caterer. The chairs didn't show up, so Don Donna is going off to look for a chair. Ron has to go on Pawnee today because nobody else is left around to go advertise and market this show on the um, community TV. And then the firefighters show up to use the lot for emergency triage. So everything's going wrong. <laughs> and at this point, the phone lines become pretend overloaded in the drill, and Leslie is now unable to use her phone and cannot contact her friends to troubleshoot any of these things so not only does she not even have to be there she yeah. also has no form of communication now i love how tv shows do that where they're like and the phones are down <laughs> like it like up until i don't know 2001 that's not a problem for anybody you know like, yeah <laughs> like when everybody had cell phone i mean earlier than that like but you know like oh the cell phones are down now we're back to like 1995 technology oh my god the end of the it's really funny. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if mobile service was down. You'd probably do what you were doing back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why, like, some people still have landlines because, yeah. like, they can use it for, and, like, phones that are, like, on the wall. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, then they could still use their landlines if there was an emergency. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah. Anyway, Leslie at this point also finds out that Jam, this is, a you know, Jeremy Jam, her opponent in this plot of land rigged the drill and had asked the Department of Emergency Preparedness to come on this specific day and make it as hard as possible. <laughs> really put him through the ringer. Classic heel move. <laughs> Seriously. That was, I mean, Jeremy James, like not a smart man, but that was a smart move. <laughs> Leslie decides the only way to end the drill is to completely fail it and kill everyone in town. <laughs> so with that thought in mind, they do a complete 180 on their protocols and fail the drill so that Leslie can leave and get to the gala. Leslie Genius. rushes over to, right? She's like, oh, I just got to kill everybody in town. <laughs> Leslie rushes over to the gala thinking that everything's falling apart because she's not there. And along with the hope that getting the park is never going to happen. Yeah. So she shows up and she realizes that her friends pulled it off. Hmm. Ron kicked ass on the Pawnee Today show <laughs> after the uh, host, Joan Calamezzo, passed out from a hangover. Your future Halloween costume. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. I love her. She's so funny. And he effectively marketed the gala on the show. He like took a bunch of questions from callers and gave them like great advice. <laughs> Tom, realizing that the other fast food places in town have something to lose by having a punch burger, goes to them and they provided free food for the event. So that's how they get their caterer. <laughs> and then Ben invited all the emergency responders and volunteer victims and gave them two free drink tickets to encourage them to stay for the gala. <laughs> I was really smart too. Yeah. They end up meeting their fundraising goal, and Anne brings Leonard, the uh, emergency preparedness guy, to the gala to show him why Leslie purposely failed the test, and he says he'll have to find his way back here in a few months for a retest. The night is perfect, and everyone in town is there. Ben and Leslie decide they, can't, decide they can't wait any longer to be married, and that this would be the perfect night. This is where the to-be-continued happens, and we go right into episode 14. Picking up right where we left off, they only have two hours before the gala ends, thus two hours to plan a wedding. Everyone gets a different. Yikes. Yeah, that's like not enough time. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like sweating thinking well, about that. At least they have like food and venue. True. So that's, that's the hard those part. Are the, yeah, those are big. Yeah. Like once you get that, like everything else just kind of. Yeah. 
you know. Awesome. And they were already planning a wedding too, so like that she had like a dress already. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they had a vague idea of what was going on. So everybody gets a different wedding task, and they all quickly get going. Anne's gonna do the hairdress and makeup and the cake. Uh, Chris and Ben are gonna go do the rings. Andy and April, um, who are married, go off to go get the marriage license because. Uh, April works at City Hall and she's like, Andy, you do too. <laughs> That's Chris Pratt's character. He's super funny. Uh, Tom's going to be the officiant and then Jerry and Donna are going to run the gala in everybody else's absence. So things look like they're going well, but they quickly fall apart. <laughs> Andy and April go get the license from the closed City Hall, but then it needs to be signed by a clerk. Leslie's wedding dress is not finished by the tailor at this point in time because it's still three months before the real wedding yeah before their planned wedding ben and chris can't find any rings tom lines tom's online officiant certificate (laughs) isn't complete for 24 hours so he's not legally certified (laughs) leslie and ben start to feel like maybe this isn't going to work out and they contemplate just like letting it fall apart and as they're contemplating that it starts to snow and they look over in a light they see little sebastian (laughs) now hold up if you don't know what Parks and Rec is, you don't know about Little Sebastian. <laughs> I've got to educate these. People. Oh, that's a teach you. <laughs> yeah. Teach you about Little Sebastian. Little Sebastian is a tiny horse. He's a miniature <laughs> horse. He's not a pony. He is a tiny horse. <laughs> and unfortunately, Little Sebastian has passed already in this series. He's like a celebrity in town. Yes. For like being he's a, a tiny horse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and if you're not from Pawnee, you have no idea why. <laughs> why he's so popular but everybody in Pawnee is like obsessed with him so Ben like doesn't quite get the little Sebastian craze craze yeah. the craze that's a good word for it so a little Sebastian has sadly passed and it turns out it's a little Sebastian impersonator so it like really just threw Leslie off like yeah. it looks like an angel of Will Sebastian right and she's like this is a sign <laughs> so this is what they use to keep going forward at this point things are on the up and up Chris and Ben are trying to find their ring still and Ron's just like, I could be of service. Literally rips off a lighting scone off of Anne's wall. And later you see at the end credits, like what happens. He basically goes and he like melts down the metal yeah, and like yeah. puts it in a cast iron waffle <laughs> press and like, you know, makes rings. Yeah. <laughs> forges it from nothing. Look like a lot of fun. Right? I kind of wish I could do that. Tom is like stressing out about being an efficient. Uh, since he's not licensed, but it turns out that Jerry is. Yeah. So initially Tom was going to write the ceremony and have Jerry deliver it. But Jerry just was, you know, not delivering the ceremony the way it was supposed to be. So they realized that Tom can do the ceremony and that Jerry can do the official like pronouncement of, you know, you, you are now husband and wife. You can kiss the bride by, you know, power invested in me. I get to do that soon. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be exciting. I'm so jazzed up. I get to be a <laughs> Rev Hev for the first nice. time. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Anyway, uh, Andy and April go to the town clerk's house. Her name's Ethel Beavers. She's also another one of those like side characters that shows up in the episodes through, yeah. the, through the series. She's and hilarious, she's, too. She's hilarious. She's just like this old lady, and she just like, tells it how it is. <laughs> so she signs the license for them. Uh, meanwhile, Anne gathers all the meaningful bills and newspaper headlines from Leslie's career and incorporates them into her dress. So it's like, you know, it's a pretty wedding dress, but then the skirt is like all these different like papers and it's, it actually looks really pretty yeah. and it works like Leslie's super sentimental. So yeah, it's, it's really nice. It's like, uh, it has more meaning cause it was yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. 
everything is coming together and it looks like the wedding is a go. But here comes Jeremy Jam. <laughs> he interrupts the wedding ceremony. He's belligerently drunk. <laughs> we've all been there we've all been there not at, i don't think i've ever disrupted a wedding ceremony though yeah that's true maybe with some like loud tears but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I keep it together pretty well yeah maybe anyway he has some stink bombs and he's like letting them out this is also 2013, by the way. This yeah. episode airs, and he's like, I'm an Amazon Prime member. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa. High roller. Look at you, dude. Because I don't think Amazon Prime was super popular back in 2013. I guess not. Yeah. I was a Prime member. Oh, but, whoa. Okay. You know, <laughs> make way. <laughs> the general pop- population wasn't. Yeah. And he uh, calls Leslie a bee hole, which is, <laughs> I don't really know, but okay. <laughs> So Ron, who is Leslie's boss and also kind of father figure, is walking Leslie down the aisle and he attempts to ask Jam to leave and Jam like punches Ron in the shoulder, which is something that you don't want to do. And Ron (laughs) warns him to don't do that again, which of course Jeremy Jam does. And Ron knocks knocks him the F out. Like, (laughs) it's just like... Straight up the shoot. <laughs> just right? like one punch to the nose. It's like a punch too. Like <laughs> yeah. and Ron like barely blinks. He just like straightens his bow tie afterwards. Yeah. Like he doesn't his like <laughs> hand doesn't even hurt. Yeah. He's just, you know, it's Ron. <laughs> the two are taken to the police station where Ron apologizes for ruining Leslie's night. Leslie gives up on getting married that night and says, It's okay, she'll get married in May, like they were originally planning. And post bail for Ron, and they dip out, leaving Jeremy Jam locked up for the night. Councilman Jam. Councilman Jam. <laughs> and suggests they go to City Hall and have a few drinks at the office to kind of unwind. Leslie and Ron are roaming the halls as they're walking to their office, and Ron has this rare emotional moment telling Leslie how much she means to him, and she's a truly amazing friend, and that she looks beautiful tonight. Well, Leslie's like, oh, that, that's nice, you know. <laughs> And then he puts his arm out and she goes, oh boy. Yeah. And sinks in. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, you've seen this episode how many times? I cry every single time. I'm like getting choked up thinking about it because it's just so perfect. Oh my God. (laughs) And she puts her arm through his and they open the door and all of their friends and colleagues are, you know, well, colleagues and friends are the same thing. Yeah. Um, are there. Donna is singing this beautiful operatic song and there's candlelights everywhere and champion the three-legged dog is there and it's just simple but perfect everything worked out after all and they have a little wedding reception there in the office with dj roomba spinning some beats (laughs) dj roomba dj roomba (laughs) and it is the perfect little intimate wedding yeah very nice yeah (laughs) all right so let's um Take a little break and we'll come back with some analysis. Sure. Okay, we're back. Let's uh, talk some analysis. Yeah. So I guess before you can even have a wedding, you have to plan the wedding. Yes. And that could be a nightmare. Uh, nightmare. <laughs> now, there are people out there that enjoy planning weddings. I am not one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a rough time. There's so much that I think, because in the perfect scenario, you only have to do it once. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no training for it. Like, 
Right. Unless you just plan parties, but even that's like small scale compared to a wedding. So like you basically have to learn how to do all this stuff in like a year and, and like make it perfect and stuff. The like expectations behind it. I was just talking, I have a friend, a really close friend getting married. Shout out to B. <laughs> and we were just talking the other day about how just ridiculous it is. Cause nowadays you have like Pinterest and you want to yeah. have like this perfect Instagram worthy you see on social media you see like all these other people having these fancy weddings and like you feel like you have to have that and you have to like have this picture perfect wedding and it's like so stressful because you're like well I need to make sure that I have this right decor like I have to get the name cards or have to be cute and like programs and like they don't fucking nobody cares and even still like something's gonna go wrong yeah (laughs) like Every wedding has something go wrong and it, it all depends on how you um like deal with it. Like how stressed is it going to make you? <laughs> oh, yeah. So our planning, well, I guess it really wasn't planning, but our like day of nightmare, because, you know, yeah. there's always something that goes wrong the day of. <laughs> and like, you know, either you don't know about it at all, like something happens behind the scenes and you find out later. Yeah. Or, you know, and other people take care of it or like it's obviously like right in your face and it's like a crazy nightmare where you people the groom gets arrested i've heard that option a lot luckily jeff did not get arrested no. so um ours was our bus by a bee though did you <laughs> there was like a humongous bee in like the dressing room where we were all getting ready <laughs> oh no and i was like man if i get stung on the face like on my wedding day oh, be no <laughs> that would be bad i didn't know about that yeah. see like, i didn't that was something exactly. i didn't know there you go but yeah, our buses didn't show up to pick up the bridal party to take us to the wedding. So our wedding started, our ceremony yeah. started like 45 minutes. And yeah, the bus late. went to like the complete wrong place. And they're like, where are you? And I'm like, where are you? I like had a feeling too, because I looked out at the time it was supposed to be there and they weren't there. I was like, yeah. Oh no. Well, you oh, know, no. Everybody arrives late to the, every bride and groom, I feel like. Yes. Late but I felt really bad because it was a little chilly outside and everybody was sitting outside and yeah. like the cold, like waiting for us. And I was like, yeah. well. Well, you know, they're all fine. <laughs> so, in terms of our TV shows, yeah, like Turk being late obviously is a huge <laughs> like being late. <laughs> Speaking to your of wedding, late, <laughs> yeah, that's why on our wedding day I was early by like three hours. I'm like, oh, let me just drive up, and I drove Jeff by myself. Had such a night. great wedding morning. I'm I, so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> the complete. Opposite. I had the complete opposite. I like got there early. I was like sprawled out, just like <laughs> Jeff woke up in. Our bed with our cat <laughs> had a nice coffee. Was yep. like had a nice ride up, thinking mm. about his impending <laughs> so <many> marriage. <laughs> Meanwhile, me at six a.m. sprawled over the toilet. Like so did yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't sleep a single second the night before. I have I've a lot of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I was not nervous about marrying Jeff. I was just nervous about the day in general, just yeah. everything going right. And I'm like, what's going to go wrong? And you think you're sitting there thinking about like all the things that could possibly happen. Yeah. Yeah. But at least I didn't have the nightmares of, well, actually we almost thought we did lose the marriage certificate. So yeah, <laughs> that was another one. <laughs> we couldn't find the marriage certificate the day of. And my then it was suit. like in a bag somewhere. <laughs> my suit was all wrinkled. We had to like steam it <laughs> with like a garment steamer. Or whatever. Oh my God. Uh, it all worked out. It all worked out. At least we had the rings. <laughs> and we had music because didn't yeah. uh, like the our venue like a week later, like the music like didn't come. Remember? 
What? And like, you don't remember our DJ had to like last minute sub in for a wedding that like the original DJ. Oh yeah. At our wedding, not our wedding, but at our wedding venue a week later. Yeah. Um, I guess my maid of honor like knew a friend of a friend's whose wedding it was actually yeah. and the dj just didn't show up like that's no show that's what happened to turk oh <laughs> no my music. god i cannot imagine like i'm glad it was the buses and yeah. not like our officiant yeah, exactly. or like the yeah. dj like come on those are big ones yeah and you know our florist showed up and she was lovely oh yeah she was great <laughs> you know uh, so i don't know at least also, my dress was done. My, mm. I didn't have to worry about that's putting true. like bills and <laughs> nothing ripped headlines like on that. that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Nothing ripped. <laughs> I had we had rings all set, ready to mm-hmm. go. Our cake was good to go. Nothing got lost. <laughs> nothing got lost. I think. But we did have a couple of those like wedding cliches go on. Like I don't know. <laughs> there was a little bit of like inter romance. I feel like <laughs> our wedding. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 But like in uh, Scrubs, there was like the wedding crasher. I don't think we had a wedding crasher, did we? Like Danny, not that we know of. That's true. Yeah, Uh, maybe we did, and we just don't know. Yeah, I know. We got to go through pictures and see. Yeah. Well, the (laughs) thing is, our photographers didn't even stay the whole reception. So for all we know, somebody could have came, just snuck in, just was eating our food. (laughs) Yeah, right. Hmm. Well, hopefully they gave us a gift if they came and (laughs) ate our food. Maybe there was just an envelope of like money. Yeah, right. We were just like, wait, who gave us this? I don't know. Thanks. Yeah. But luckily we didn't have like a wedding fight. I feel like in like TV weddings, there's always like a wedding fight. Like in your episode, there was Ron and Jam. and Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, the person walking the bride down the aisle, like punches out a wedding crasher, essentially. (laughs) So luckily we didn't have that. Yeah. And was, yeah, there was fights at your wedding too. At my, uh, well, at my wedding. At your TV episode's my, wedding. My 2012 wedding. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, there was like a mini fight between like uh, Nervous Guy Doctor and Ted because uh, the girl Danny again, the wedding yes, crasher, yes. was like making it, like smooching with everybody. So making yeah. people jealous. <laughs> I almost like kind of want to go to a wedding where there's like a drag out fist fight. <laughs> Is that weird? I would be a little hyped about I kinda it. I kind of want to see like I mean like I just need the drama. For like I feel I'd feel terrible for the bride and groom, but at the same time I'm like what's going on? Like and I'm just eating shrimp. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> like maybe we don't have to be like super close yeah, no. to the people, you know, I don't want to wish I don't want to wish no. on anybody, but <laughs> no. definitely not anybody we're really close yeah, to. No. <laughs> I just I, some drama would be fun. <laughs> Like not the CO2. Oh my God. Remember that wedding that happened in New Jersey not too long ago where like one of the CO2 tanks of yeah. like, like fought, like exploded, exploded. Yeah, on the right. dance floor. Like, I guess, you know, they have the Horrifying. CO2 cannons. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not okay. Yeah. They should have got a free wedding out of that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope they didn't have to pay that DJ. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not paying for you destroying my wedding. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so good advice. Did any of your characters offer any good sage wedding advice? Yeah. So Dr. Kelso said, um, and like, oh, and this is another cliche that we didn't have either where it's like a videographer, like videoing people, like say something to the camera. Oh no, we kind of did have that. Oh yeah. A little bit. He like only went to one table (laughs) and was like, say something to the bride and groom. I was like, what's happening right now? (laughs) It was a good video though, but uh, we loved our video. But, uh, Dr. Kelso says the key to marriage is luck. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe. But then uh, Dr. Cox says, you know, like I said before, it doesn't matter how and when you get married, essentially. So that goes together yeah. with your episode, too. Like, is you know, it doesn't matter how and when. It just, you know, if you're with someone, it'll work. Absolutely. It does definitely go hand in hand because initially they were, you know, going to get married all the way in May. Then they couldn't yeah. wait anymore. And it would have been really nice to have it at the gala. But I think yeah, their ultimate plan, like what ultimately ended up happening was perfect. Yeah. Was even I mean, better. We even were like, let's just say screw it and go elope somewhere. Dude. You get to that point for like I think a, everybody a day or goes, two. Yeah, everybody you have goes a day through where that. You're like, oh, just fuck it, I'm out. But there is like an importance to the ceremony, you know. Like it, it is for how expensive it is and how much stress and planning and whatever. Like there is, you know, like a, that certain magic to it, you know. Like I feel like it is for some people. I mean, obviously everybody's different. You don't have to always do these ceremonies or whatever. But for us, it um it was meaningful and I enjoyed it. I think it depends on who you are as a couple, you know, yeah, yeah. either you you're more private and you might want it something more intimate where it's just maybe a handful of people or even just yourselves with like a witness. Yeah. Or you want a larger wedding with everybody, you know, there. And yeah. I think for us, one of my favorite moments of our wedding, our officiant, um, who's also my childhood pastor, which was really meaningful. Like he baptized me as an infant and then was like <laughs> doing my wedding. Like that's, it was so special. He surprisingly like i didn't know neither of us knew anything about this told us to like stop turn around and like just take a moment and look at everybody that was there yeah and you could see in my pictures i'm turning around smiling and then you just see the progression of me like (laughs) getting to tears there was a lot of tears that day yeah but like you just see like i was so overfilled with joy in that moment and i remember like locking eyes with like multiple people and just like smiling and just like feeling so loved in that moment yeah Like all these people were here and supporting us Mm. in our new journey of marriage. And it was so beautiful. (laughs) We had a much different experience of that moment. I was just like (laughs) awkward. I had like, you know, like the white guy smile, like the meep face. (laughs) Just like, hey, guys. Not to get married. Well, I'm just a sentimental person, I, I guess. I was just like, hey, you know, you do like the half like, what's up? <laughs> that was me. Um, But yeah, you know, like you're essentially throwing a party for yourself where everybody has to like be there and root for you. So uh, you'll probably have a good time if you do the classic reception. Yeah. You know, you're planning a party for yourself. So and how often do you get to do that? And it's like who you want to celebrate with too, you know, yeah. like the people there make it so special. Yeah. And like they're showing how much they love and care about you and mm. support your new journey. Yeah. And, and- I- and that's like in Parks and Rec, like Ron never, ever is emotional or sentimental. Yeah. And this is like one of the very, very, very rare times. Actually, funny enough, the other episode I covered about Parks and Rec yeah. was like the uh, only other time <laughs> that he's like sentimental. Yeah. And uh, him just like telling Leslie how he truly feels is just so beautiful because it's like the wedding is one of those days where like I feel like you can say things that maybe you, you think. But you don't always like say and appreciate with somebody, you know, it's makes like these yeah. special moments. And that's the same with Dr. Cox, too. Like he really goes out of his way to like talk to Carla after he makes that comment about such yeah. a great, you know, ceremony. And he's the same kind of character where like you don't really get too much like genuine, like emotional stuff. You know, it's, yeah. it's all like a, 
a front or whatever, like a tough guy front. But so I always thought that was cool too, that you get one of those moments with Dr. Cox in that episode. Right. Like I think the bride and groom are really important, but I also think like those other figures. Yeah. Are also important in the wedding day. Like you're definitely gonna get some like sage advice. Yeah, it's just love all around. Yeah, man. Love, love always wins. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's our, I guess, our take, right? Yeah. Did you have anything else? Yeah. Cool. I think so, that's uh it for me. So. So yeah, why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back with recommendations and ratings. Sounds like a plan. Let's get into some ratings and recommendations. Yeah. You want to start us out? Sure. So I'm going to give this a very nice. I think it was um, not the best emotional episode that Scrubs have. I think mm-hmm. that's like the. Um, the, uh, the Christmas one. The Christmas. Is that the one you're thinking? No. Yeah, that one. And also the one with the um, Brendan Fraser's character. I think. That's oh, oh nice, my God. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, so I'd go with very nice for this um my masterpiece scene is <laughs> it might be the turk turkleton scene <laughs> it's just like i don't know it it's legendary me, yeah and i'm gonna say the mvp of this episode is ted because like oh the wedding all turned around once like his band started playing and stuff and he was Aww. like singing carla down to the aisle i'm so, so happy that ted is the mvp i know it's i miss well him because the actor just died recently yeah. and it's just a sad um situation but he had like yeah. a like brain tumor, I believe. So sad. Yeah. So rest in peace, Ted. Or Sam Lloyd. Yes. Any uh, recommendations? So. <laughs> oh boy. Oh God. <laughs> no, it's not a bad thing. I just think like <laughs> just our taste, like what we watch anyway, is like good yeah. recommendations. So I mean, you can't go wrong with obviously Parks and Rec, The Good Place. Um, if you're looking for another like iconic, I guess, marriage episode of a sitcom, How I Met Your Mother's. Wedding for Lily and Marshall is also yeah. very good. I was close second. I almost did that one, but I love Scrubs, so I went with Scrubs. Yeah. How about you? I'm going super nice. Nice. Yeah, I knew you would. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of my favorite episodes. Well, both of them are yeah. like my favorite episodes in my favorite series. So this is like top tier for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going MVP. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a little Sebastian. <laughs> 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 i was kind of doing it as a joke but like also he's the one that like brings leslie yeah, and ben right hope they didn't see him to like go through with the wedding you go. but in reality i'm sure my real mvp is actually ron because yeah. he's the one that like punches out jeremy jam <laughs> he's the like tearjerker in this like yeah you know he sets off the tears that leads to my masterpiece scene so ron saying how much leslie means to him is like the beginning of my masterpiece scene going into the like wedding yeah where like tom you know had this whole scripted thing that was like you know tom haverford style (laughs) where it was just like not he's like oh he even says he's like i go 20 minutes with talking with before even saying leslie's name like (laughs) and he like throws the whole script out the window to like really talk from the heart and it's just so beautiful and it's just like the perfect wedding moment for leslie and ben nice yeah uh recommendations kind of bouncing off what you said yeah anything we've watched before like good place <laughs> i actually have yeah the office is oh yeah basically right. what parks and rec was based off of yeah i'm not a huge fan sorry that's okay but it's they also have an iconic wedding yeah. with jim and pam yeah. 
Jim's a psycho, but yeah. we're mo- that's <laughs> neither here or there. Uh, Shit's Creek. Total, I totally agree. Oh, that's Schitt's right. Shit's yeah. Creek. I there's a lot of good. As I was watching Parks and Rec and writing my notes, I was like, oh, Shit's Creek would have been good. Yeah. So we'll have to save that and TV maybe we'll do a. <laughs> TV Weddings Part 2, maybe for our anniversary next year. Nice. Uh, we could do a Shit's Creek wedding. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, that was our show for today. Um, we want to thank you guys for coming in. I know it's starting to be wedding season again, and, you know, it's stuff opening back up. Maybe we'll go to more weddings. <laughs> I think with things opening back up, we're going to have a lot of weddings to yeah. go to. <laughs> what, the, what is it? Like the date awakening or something? Or like the dating awakening? Do you hear about that? Are you talking about the cicadas? No, it's like, <laughs> no, it's like they're predicting this phenomenon. Like now that everything's opening back up and people are vaccinated, like there's going to be so many new couples and like dating and like yeah. all these people are just going to. It's going to be the roaring 20s, but. Yeah, that's good for like restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> like, lots of first dates. I went, I, today I actually went out for someone's birthday for one of my really close friends' birthdays to a restaurant and I ate inside for the first time in over a year and it's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying but at the same time I missed it it was yeah. so nice yeah. to just like have food and drinks and mm. somebody was waiting on me and I'd have to clean it up <laughs> like whoa there you go big moves man very nice so again thank you for joining us you could find all of our back episodes on Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher iHeartRadio and Simplecast and if you like what you heard with Purd, <laughs> you heard with Purd. Yeah, um, please leave us a five star review or something. You know, write something if you want, and we'll read it on the air. Looking for some like a new section of like reading, nice fruit. Yeah, send us some love. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of sending us stuff, you could shoot us an email at our old fashioned email address parallel <laughs> parallelfictionpod at gmail you want to look for us on Instagram or Twitter, we're Parallel Fiction. Or you can look for us on Facebook at Parallel Fiction Podcast. Yeah, take care, guys. Have a great week.